Hi, and welcome to episode 152 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, but you can find me as Heartland Knits on Ravelry and Instagram. And today is Sunday, August 21st, 2016. This, yes, this is August 21st, and it's too cold to sit on the porch. It's too cold to have the sliding door to the porch open because it's blowing all the cold air inside. Not a happy girl today. I want summer. But I have a lot to show you anyway of things that I've been working on this week. So I'll start out with what's been on my needles. And I'll start out with kind of this that's sitting here. Um, it is the shawl I started last week. It is my Violets by the River shawl. I am not sure what's going to show up. Um, but I have finished the Violets. These stitches are on a piece of scrap yarn. And then I am nearly finished with the River section. So this is a design by Hazel Carter, and I am using hand spun um, for it. It's a hand, uh, hand spun that I spun years and years ago. It is something like 60% Angora, and then 20% Cormo, 20% Silk, I think. That was the percentage. So it's got a lot of, a, a lot of Angora. It's super soft. It's spun to a lace weight. And I have just finished, the, the river section is sort of a old shale derivative. And I have just finished kind of the last of the eyelet, um, you know, holes for, for the bottom. And then I have maybe five or six more rows. And then I'll, I'll bind off those and then pick up stitches along the top and do the the pattern has you do this kind of bee honeybee pattern which is really cute but I'm not sure if I'm going to have enough yarn this is the amount of yarn I have left I mean and it's a lace weight yarn so you know it it looks small I, I didn't actually weigh it I'm not sure I'm pretty sure I'll have enough to do the rest of the river um I don't know if I'll have enough to do the honeybee. I kind of doubt it. So I'm I'm hoping I will have enough just to do a couple of ridges of garter across the, the top and um, actually lists in the pattern as an alternative as an alternative to doing the honeybee of just doing some garter. So um, you know, hopefully I will have enough. If I don't, I did toy with the idea of stopping the river section after just three repeats of it and then going on. Of course, I didn't. I thought I, I thought I would have, you know, plenty. So if if I don't have enough for the garter, I, I will probably go back and do that um, and just rip that out. And so we'll see. It's it's, you know, coming along. It's. Um, you know, old shale is kind of soothing to knit. It's, you know, one, one pattern row and a bunch of, of other ones. This one has a nice mixture of, of kind of garter and stockinette. I don't know if that's going to show up or not, but it's, it's a, you know, a nice pleasant shawl to knit. I'm coming right down. I would like to get it out in the mail and I'm knitting this for a friend of mine 
and so I would like to get it out in the mail this week. So I'm hoping to finish it up between the rest of today and tomorrow and Tuesday. Like hopefully maybe by Tuesday night have it blocking and then I can get it um, into the mail and hopefully she could have it by next weekend. So that I have been knitting on quite a bit um, this week. I have also been knitting on my the other shawl that I have on my needles, the Faroese shawl. Um, and I thought, it's so cold today, I was really wishing that I had this finished or I would wear it. I think it would look really pretty with this dress, but um, it is almost there. I have this much as what's left of the third skein. I am using Einbond, um, which is the lace weight Icelandic. And this is where, whoops, fell on the floor now. Um, this is where I am on this shawl. So I did make, you know, it, you can see that, you know, the first, the first skein, you know, did about, you know, this much. Um, but as I've been decreasing, these are all the stitches that have been decreased. Um, you know, you could get much farther in a, on a skein. And so I don't know what's showing or not. It's kind of dark and maybe will rain. Again, we had a lot of rain yesterday. Um, so I have been knitting on this quite a bit. One day I kind of knit on this like all day because I just, you know, I'm feeling like, oh, now I want to get it done. Um, I know the fourth skein, because this is the fifth time I've knit it, the fourth skein, you only use about half of it. So I'm hoping for sure to have this finished up. Um, so this is my sort of everyday shawl that I wear in the winter. So I've also been knitting on a couple of sweaters. The first one I'll show you is my Bohus. Um, this is the Blue Shimmer. And I am about six or seven pattern rows um, from completing the color, the collar. Um, I'm really loving how this tur is turning out. Um, it It's was kind of one of the early bohus. I, I feel like earlier than a lot of the other ones that I have done and it just feels a little more lo kind of logical where the where the pearls are kind of than some of the other ones. Um, there are quite a few pearls in it but it feels like it's a little bit easier um, knitting than than some of the other ones that I've done. I don't know, maybe it's just that this is the eighth one that I've done, or maybe it's that I have done this chart a couple of times before. I did the hat in the Kimmet yarn from Poems of Color. Um, I did that hat. And then I also did the, the uh, um, wristers. So I came across these, and I and I knew I had done them, of course, but um, I... I they were back in the stash somewhere, and I and I came across them when I was going through stash, like I told you I had been. And um, so, if you've ever taken the Susanna Hansen Bohus um, workshop, you kind of make a little set of wristers. And um, I took her class when, let's see, I was just finished with the rose lace. I had finished the first one and then she came um, to 
I think she came to yarn over in Minnesota and then a lot of times the the, the yarn shops up there will have the teachers um, you know stay over for like for and have classes at their at their shop and that's what the yarnery did um, so anyway we you do um, like a little set of wristers and the ones that I did were the blue shimmer and so I came up with those and so that's the little wrister that I did um, you know that matches and so this is the yarn also that Solvay dyed um, you know she would get these and I can't remember um, I think everybody in the class did did blue shimmer but I'm thinking that I would like to do I, I never you know finish them you get enough yarn you get like a little kit like this you get enough yarn to make um, both of them and um, I made both of them but I never finished them. I always thought, well, maybe I will make, you know, gloves out of them. And then I, I had bought this kit, but I kind of didn't want to break into it and use some of the the blue that will be for the body to finish up the gloves just, just in case, like, I didn't have enough to finish the body or something. Um, so I was always going to save these for after I knit this kit. Um... And now I did the, those orange ones, the gloves, um, single-stranded, and made gloves out of them. And they're not really warm. So I thought I'll either do, like, double-strand the yarn and then attach it and do mittens out of them. That might be nice. Or else I thought, just, like, switching them around and using these for the cuffs of the cardigan. Um... I wish I had done like something. So at the bottom is just garter. Um, so I wish I had done something a little prettier, a little more special. Scallopy, you know, I always like the scallops. Or it's like a pico. So I may like try to take the cast on off and do like a pico or something. I don't know. But anyway, I found those and I will be keeping those with um, my sweater. Um because then I can, but I thought that'll be a way to use them. And it'll be different kind of than all the rest of my focus um, sweaters. And I like to do them all a little bit differently. And then the other sweater that I will show you just quickly, because I did make some progress on it. I don't know if it will show for you, but it feels like it to me. Um, but this is my endearment cardigan. Um, I will have to do the every time I get the the color close up it it kind of blows it out and this is lace so it doesn't really show up I hope that shows up um, but it's like a cable and a lace kind of pattern it's fun to do it's um, you know I'm working down in this I'm this far past the armhole so going on down. The pattern calls for a lot of waist shaping, but I'm not sure I'm going to do. I might do a little bit, but I'm not, I, I don't really know. I don't really, uh, you know, because with all that lace, it's going to be like stretchy anyway. Um, I don't know. So it is coming along and I'm, I'm enjoying knitting it. 
um, quite a bit. Though I wish that was another one. I wished I had had like done almost like cold kind of August day because I, I wanted to get that sweater done for the by the end of summer because I have a dress that it matches. Speaking of dresses, as you might be able to tell, I finished my dress that I was sewing. So I'm going to like try to stand up and show you. So this is my latest dress. I should take this off. It's just got little like straps and then, you know, the back. Um, I am, I'm, I'm fairly happy with it. This was a, a new look pattern. I can't think of the name. I'll put it at the bottom. Um, and um, the fabric is just cotton and then it's lined with a yellow cotton. But I did the piping along the, the neckline and the armholes. I'm like really, really happy with that. The pattern actually called for to do it along um, at the waist. But I didn't do that because I have this little black belt that I wear with a lot of my um, dresses. So I figured I would just, you know, skip that. But um, by and large, I'm happy with it. Um, I didn't do a muslin um, for it. So this is what I'm, I'm thinking of as like a wearable muslin. Um, <laughs> like if I'm out of breath, it's because it feels, it's like it, it fits and everything and I feel like I got the right size. I just feel like I needed to do kind of a bust adjustment, which my book like shows how to do because um, like these sort of, um, you know, the regular like patterns are made for B cups and I don't have a B cup. So I just feel like my girls are saying, I can't breathe. I mean, it fits and every, you know, it, you know, I was worried that the waist wasn't going to fit and the waist is fine. It's just like really tight across the, the uh, bust. So, um, if, if I do this dress again, I will like try to, um, like adjust for that, which I didn't have any problems with that with the first dress. So, um, I'm not sure. I did get the, the, um, zipper in, on this one, I found a, a way of doing it that I'm much happier with, um, like doing it. Um, you know, the first ones, I, you know, I want it because I want that the zipper tape like wedged in between the, the outer fabric and the lining. And this time I did it sort of like when I did the, um, the piping. I put the, um, you know, I, I still did the same thing. You know, I pinned the zipper tape to the outer fabric and then I basted it by hand and then tried it on to make sure everything fit. And then I just sewed it to the outer fabric, and like if there wasn't a lining at all. Um, and I don't have, I have this old sewing machine. I don't have like an invisible zipper foot. I think that would be kind of a lot easier because it kind of keeps the the teeth of the zipper, like there's little grooves in the in the zipper foot. And so it keeps the teeth of, this, of the zipper in those grooves. So you don't have to worry about like your needle breaking, getting too close to the zipper and your needle breaking and stuff. 
Um, so for me doing it that way, it was much easier to get really close to the zipper without getting too close, um, you know, because I was just sewing it on the outer fabric. And then when I flipped the, the um, lining over the top and, you know, pinned it to make sort of like a zipper sandwich, when I sewed it the next time, I sewed it kind of to the right of my original stitching line. So the inside, so the lining is not sewn as close to the zipper teeth as the outer fabric is, which is good kind of because, um, you know, if, if you're going to catch the fabric, chances are it's the lining fabric that'll catch in the zipper teeth and you don't want that to happen. So having it farther away, you know, is fine. And in this case, I used the, 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 uh, um, I don't know if it's going to show that um, lining is a pale yellow and the zipper was a pale yellow because I wanted the yellow like little um, zipper pull to show. And so that doesn't show at all. So I'm much kind of happier. And you might be saying, well, yeah, Vicki, that's like how, you know, it's like the normal way of doing it. I kind of sometimes, sometimes I take the long way around <laughs> to learning something so anyway I'm I'm you know by and large I'm happy with it and you know part of the the fit thing could be because this is a thicker cotton than I have used for um any for any either of the other two dresses that I've sewn um it's a, a much thicker cotton it's it's probably is I mean it's still soft and it it feels, you know, it's not quite as like stiff and thick as like, like some quilters cottons, but it's definitely not as nice and thin as either of um, the first two dresses that I did. So that could also be a determining factor in just how it feels wearing it. Um, I didn't do any kind of seam finishes on it. So I think it will just turn into, like when it's washed, it will just turn into, you know, a tangled mess of threads. Um, but I don't know. It, it was it was a really good learning experience. I got the like whole piping thing, you know, figured out. And um, anyway, so by and large, I'm happy with it. Quick update on the dress. I wore it this morning and it just was not really very comfortable. And I when I came home, I thought I had nothing to lose to try and see if I could change things a little bit. So I opened up the princess seams here and re-sewed them with a smaller seam allowance. They had 5 eighths inch, you know, like normal um, seam allowances. And so I just made them a little smaller, you know, working in. I didn't, you know, I went from about here to about here and just tried to make those a little bit bigger and it I mean it feels better than it did it still needs if I would do this this pattern again I would still need to do adjustments that would be a better fix because you know a smaller seam allowance is probably not the, the the best option but it at least will maybe make it um you know, be, you know, want to wear this dress a little more often. It does have the seams like back here, not the side seam, but there are, 
and I may, you know, try it on that. I, I um, started out, I thought I'll just try it on the, the, um, the lining and just see what happens because if it didn't look good, no one would know. I still have to like press, you know, repress um, those seams and, and things. So, but I feel like it's a little bit better of a fix. At least I feel like I can breathe, take a deep breath. Where this morning it was really like, I felt really, really, really tight. So anyway, that okay. is all that I have for you um, today. Um, thank you all so much for watching and let me know what you're up to. I would love to hear what you're spending. Did you have like a big project that you were working on like years ago that you either finished or didn't finish or I would love to hear about it. So um, I hope you all have a really great week and until I see you next week from my heart to yours, happy knitting.